fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump, fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? I mean, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, fancy dumb. Let's go, folks. Here we go. Champ and the Chump Fantasy Dump. It is here, Kamesh. This is a big week, baby. Draft week, baby. Let's go. Draft week. Draft week. We are excited over here. This is a big week for me and Mish. This is where all the shit talking starts. And it's for about a good four to five months of just people's ears are going to be bleeding because I am not stopping. My jaw is ready. Pause. My pause, jaw is pause. ready. Come on. Oh, yeah, man. I can't wait. Got kicking things off this weekend. A little golf outing. Get, get a draft in. And the, the drafts just start flowing after that. It's just it's, It just starts. I'm so excited the NFL is going off. There's probably going to be some shit that pops off. But this is going to make it an interesting mm-hmm. year. With the COVID, with everything you got. The draft is, is, I believe, more important this year than it was in the past. But again... Draft doesn't win in the league. You got to be on your P's and Q's on this waiver wire train this year because people are going to be dropping and you better be scooping. If they fall, I'll catch. <laughs> like you've been doing all summer, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. I can't wait. I'm with you, though. This draft's going to be big. And like you said, you got to you gotta keep up with it this year because you never know who's going to be inactive for a week or two or something crazy. So you definitely got to stay on top of it this year. I know. And I love the first week. I mean, first week of training camp and the beat writers – I mean, they're carpal tunnel. Oh They've been gosh. waiting for this forever. They're going Even nuts. if someone, someone trips on a route, they're like, this guy doesn't have it. He's done. And it's like, it's hilarious. You know, A.J. Green injured, duh. Tyreek Hill tweaking his hammy, duh. I mean, these guys, I mean, it, it is what it is. These guys, nothing is shocking me at all. on Johnson, T.J. Hawkinson, yeah, they're the Lions, dude. <laughs> they're not going to pan out. Like, no shit. Yeah, I mean, they. Just, I mean, we're listening to journalists, beat writers talk about the football players. You know, these they're doing their job. It's great, and you know, you love to see the information. But we got to remember, these aren't football scouts. You know, they don't get paid to scout other teams and stuff. So you got to take no, what they're, they're, they're saying TMZ. with like, a, yeah, you got to take what they're saying with a little grain of salt. You know, it doesn't mean everything. I'd like to, I like to look at more of the negatives than the positives. You know, if something's negative, that kind of hits me a little harder than uh oh you know Clyde Edwards Lair is getting the first team reps like yeah like okay cool <laughs> yeah Edo Smith has the best is the best feet in the, the running backs in ATL you know? but like some like uh like Hawkinson saying his ankle's not 100% yet like some like that kind of hits me a little more like oh maybe you know he, he's still struggling there maybe I don't want a piece of him this year all right folks this is we're gonna be doing our bounce back players of the of the I guess the new coming year um he would be on my radar but like you said that report he's off the list for now i mean you can't trust him yeah yeah so we're gonna be doing some bounce back bounce back players excuse me so like guys that kind of had a down year last year or you know maybe they got hurt and they're looking to come back this year something along those lines you know so we're gonna hit you with some names talk about them uh you want to go first you want me to go first cool um let's you lead the way Mitch. this is your week you know uh-huh. you're the worst you're the worst 
drafter of being a great fantasy player I've ever oh, seen. It's crazy. If if I was a good <laughs> drafter, I don't. I mean, you guys would be in serious trouble. <laughs> I know. We so folks, we got the power rankings in our league, and you've been one since 2013. Uh, yeah, playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. I mean, 100. percent Mm-hmm. Um, you are out of the you're slipping a little bit, Coop. We have to get. I'm you down. Back I'm up down too. I'm. What am I? Number nine in the power rankings. Oh, that's tough. That's a tough spot. You gotta get up. I mean, I'm behind. I mean, the people I'm be, uh, that are behind me are blind, dumb, and stupid. Like, I mean, that <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's their nicknames: blind, dumb, and stupid. Is that why we uh, started this podcast so you can get my tips so you can get better? Is that what? Really talk. Good. You talk about beat writers. I am writing down <laughs> everything you're fucking saying, buddy. Let's go. Oh, I love it. All right, so I'll hit you with one. Uh, I kind of went early in the ranks on this one, and my guy here is going to be Elvin Kamara, Ooh. running back from the Saints. Uh, I'm okay. Keep going. I, I like this. Yeah, because, I mean, right now he's going usually like the four or five spot in dress, which I think is a great spot for him. Uh, last year he kind of had a down year in touchdowns, and I think, and he was hurt a little bit. You know, he came out and said that he played through a, a full MCL tear, tear last year. Um, And he's still, you know, finished as the RB9 in PPR. A little bit lower in half PPR. I think standard was like 16 or something. So, a little bit, you know, the PPR helps. Definitely he's a receiving back. Yeah, 16 in standard. But he only had six touchdowns last year. Compared to the year before, in 2018, he had 18 touchdowns. And the year before that, his rookie year, he had 13 touchdowns. So, I think this touchdown number is probably going to come up now that you know, he's going to be healthy again. The Saints offense is still good, still rolling. Um, And I think it's a fair price at RB4 where he's ranked at the four or five spot. And I wouldn't, you know, bat an eye if someone picked him in the two or the three spot behind McCaffrey yeah. at one. I am I am with you on this. I can see him because they're, they're very similar having a 2019 Aaron Jones season. Yeah, just a lot of touchdowns. Just A lot of touchdowns. I mean, it just it lines up perfect for him, especially with Drew Brees. It's probably his I mean, he's knocking on retirement door. Yeah. This is his last year. By, you know, it, just like it always is, by week eight, week nine, his arm is just becomes Chad Pennington. He's just a water pistol. <laughs> so um, I, I hope, because he's a fun guy to watch, I hope he, he plays well. And um, he he reminds me of uh, Arian Foster in a way where he's, like, smooth, and you can't really – yeah. Tell, but he, but like nobody can catch him. It's like weird. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't look like he's running fast, but it, I mean, and then people are five yards behind him, and he doesn't take big hits. I like how slippery he is. He's a fun guy, and I hope he has a great season this year as well. I like that pick. I like that slippery. I was gonna say shifty, but I like slippery as well. That's a good like word you know it. what I mean by that. Yeah, like yeah. He doesn't take. He slides. You know, right at the last second, get out of the way with a big hit. You know, kind of just goes down. Nice and easy type. Mm-hmm. It's like Russell Wilson when he runs. He don't take yeah. the big hits, you know. He's smart. Um, all right, this is my guy. Um, I'm going with a pass catcher. In my drafts that I've been mocking, I mean, I mock. I don't want to tell you how much I mock. You know, it's like. The, <laughs> yeah, don't tell people that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, like, I was a porn addict, if my mocking was, a, I would have, I mean, the calluses on my hands I would have right now for how much mocking I've done <laughs> is is insane. Is your, th- your thumbs all right? You Lotion those My up? My thumbs are good. Yeah, I lotion them up, you know. Okay, okay. But uh, let's – all right, so my my guy, um, people forget about him. He is getting up there. I think this is his breakout and final breakout season um, is Adam Thielen. Oh, he's on my list as well. I love it. He went back-to-back 1,200 yards before that last year. He only had t- played 10 games. And I think COVID is, is his blessing here. Um with Justin Jefferson not getting the reps with Kirk Cousin, who is a nerd and he likes people that he's familiar with, and he's a big, you know, 
practice, practice, yeah, blah, 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 blah. You like that. Um, <laughs> he's very comfortable with Adam Thielen, and I think with already knowing where he is on the field at all times and the way he, way he plays and not really knowing and not really comfortable with Justin Jefferson, I think Adam Thielen is going to be a target hog. And if he didn't have the injuries last year, he would he was a bona fide fantasy stud. Um, and the, the years past, like I said, back to back twelve hundred yard seasons, he's I think he's there. I think this is might be his last year in this this realm of right. of top fifteen wide receivers. But I can see him in I can see him finishing top ten wide receivers, and and you can get him in, God. The third, fourth round area. Ooh, at the early, like you could sometimes get him in the fifth. Exactly. Maybe yeah. Six so he, wild. So he start. Yeah, he started at the third. He, I've been picking him up, on like you said, the fourth or fifth round. But I mean, I have so many picks, so it's like I might as well pick another guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's fallen. I don't know. Um, he's not sexy, but dude, he he produces, and people are forgetting about him. And I see him bouncing back to having a solid top. 12 wide receiver fantasy. Mark it down, chalk it down. Let's go. I like it. Yeah, like you said, last year before the injury, he was balling out a little. He was on a 14.2 points per game pace. Um, Put that over a 16-game stretch. You know, that's going to be a wide receiver 17 finish of last year. So he's definitely yeah. – I mean, he was right on pace to just go – or end up where he's getting drafted this year. And now without – that was last year with Stephon Diggs. This year, there is yep. no Stephon Diggs. You know, Jefferson's there, like you said, but he's still a rookie and all the COVID holding him back. So, I mean, he had 155, 143 targets the prior two years to last year. I think that 150 spot in targets is a nice spot for him again this year. I, and, I, and I don't see how it, it can differ. I mean, Justin Jefferson's a rookie. I, you know, my take on rookie wide receivers, their sophomore years, their second years in the game is when they usually break out. I mean, mm-hmm. minus A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf, I think those are anomalies. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't I, – if he slips to me – again, if he falls, I'm catching. I'm catching him all damn day. I like him. I know there's other people in the league that like him, but they don't want me talking about him right now because he is slipping down. But – I got to, dude. I think he's going to be nasty. Yeah, I'm going to wish you on that one. He was on my list. Uh, I hit you with another guy that's a uh, pass catcher right, going right around him. I think he's two spots. Yeah, he's two spots lower in the rank. So this guy's Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver oh, 15. Uh, we talked about him a little bit. You know, I think just last year he finished so bad in the 12 games that he played from injuries and the, you know, bad quarterback play. So bad, so bad. And for all the reports I've seen about Big Ben, he's throwing well. You know, maybe he's got a little different motion, I think. I think I saw, but I mean, he still got the velocity on his throws. Um, I think. Do they, do they have any? I haven't followed their uh, beat writers. Are they talking anything about Juju, how he looks and shit like that? I haven't heard anything like positive or anything negative. So I assume he's just yeah, it's been doing, pretty quiet, doing normal stuff. But yeah, I think Pittsburgh and Hole. I haven't really heard too much. Now that you say that, it's really just been Big Ben. Like I haven't yeah. heard any, you know. Deontay Johnson, Juju, or Chase Claypool, Ebron, or anything like that. So they got a lot of weapons, dude. They do, they do, and you know, Big Bang coming back. I think that's going to help Juju a lot. He's still young, he's still learning, and it's his yeah. fourth year in the league. He's kind of playing for a contract this year as well. If you if you're one of those guys, you know, buys into the the contract narrative that they got ball out to get paid. I mean, this is his year to do it. Doesn't he? He smells of a. Of a patriot, you know what I mean? Almost like a, a Julian Edelman, Juju, 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 Juju. Um, That's a good connection. You know, I don't, I because I'm. He was so good in the slot and and as a wide receiver too when Antonio Brown was there, mm-hmm. and he came off this like came out of nowhere in my opinion. I, I didn't, I didn't like circle him in the NFL draft like he was going to be a bona fide stud. Um, he's kind of goofy, kind of weird. 
Um, he's so young. That's I mean, he's only twenty. He just turned twenty three, I think, or like he exactly. Like he was like a you know, like NBA players are like fucking seventeen, eighteen, rolling in. Like yeah, yeah. They they have to mature. Like it's oh yeah. <laughs> there he came is a learning curve. as a twenty year old, bro. At eighteen, are you kidding me? I I that blows me away when they're that young. I mean, look back at us. We're we're I'm a knucklehead now, and I'm ten years older than them. These guys got mature quick out there on the field. I mean, you get you have to, man. You got you know. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I, I I don't I don't mind. I don't like it. I don't like that pick. I just well, it's not I, for you know, everybody. My, my case on him when he just didn't show up last year, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I just think I mean he finished so bad last year that like he has to he has to come back. He's the quintessential rebound guy though. Like from oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. such a big drop off from the, the the two years. It's like yeah he has to you know water finds his level somehow. Oh yeah, I mean he was getting drafted in the top five receivers last year. Yeah. Oh, he was a stud. Yeah. I mean, and then I mean Big Ben injury and then his own injuries so. It just all went bad for him. All right. Do you want my bounce back guy? I'll go. I'm going to go running back here. Yeah, hit me with them running back. I think I think you might have this guy, uh, David Johnson. I did not. I am liking David Johnson as my bounce back, and I think he's another quintessential bounce back guy. He was so bad at Arizona. I don't know why. It was kind of weird. He had that the, when I drafted him second overall. But he wasn't bad until after, like, in the end of the season, right? Like, beginning of the season, he was still balling out. Yeah, and they were giving him the rock, and it was – and I just don't think he fit with um, – Kingsbury. Douchebag Kingsbury. Uh, what's his name? Cliff. 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 Yeah, God, what a dink. God, that's – if your parents gave you Cliff, you are bona fide. Like, you are going to be a, a – a, uh, vineyard vines, Sperry wearing douchebag, dude. I'm sorry, like, bro. Your name is Cliff. All right, he definitely fits a Cliff. Oh, he thinks he's the shit. Which I mean, more power to him. He's like, you know, mid 30s and he's an NFL head right. coach. I mean, I, I knock him because I'm I'm not him. But you know what I mean? That's yeah, just a little jealous. That's I it. punch up. I punch up. That's all I do. <laughs> I punch up. But um, yeah, I think David Johnson is going to have a year, and I think why because a bob, uh, Carlos Hyde last year who made a roster this year. Maybe we'll see if he makes the fifty-two. Um, he made him a thousand-yard rusher, and everybody hated on Hyde. And there's something about that team, the way they they play, um, the way Bill O'Brien coaches. They feed the running back, um, and I think David Johnson's a perfect. Big running back form like a Carlos Hyde last year. Aaron Foster had some weight to him as well. He just couldn't stay healthy. This is a big year for David Johnson. I'm gonna bank on him bouncing back. And again, it's a value pick because he's falling. You know, he's falling into the 20, 20 ranks of running backs. You know, um, he's over. He's under Le'Veon Bell, who's dropping as well. He's under James Conner, and I'm picking David. I that's a, that's an argument in my head. If Le'Veon, James Conner, and David Johnson are still on the table for me, and I need a running back in my position to draft, yeah, um, I'm leaning choice. towards. Yeah, it's a tough choice in my opinion, and maybe some other people is not. But David Johnson, I think, is going to have a, a bounce back year, and he's a big, smashing running back, and I think it's going to be huge in the Texans. And you have a Deshaun Watson who who is a freak that every defender has to keep an eye on him. They always have QB spies for this guy. I think it's going to open up if they can run the run the ball with David Johnson. I'm gonna I, I like him if he's there, 
in that range for me, and he's a he's a dropper, and I'm a catcher. I'm gonna catch him. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. I thought about putting him on my list, and I kind of like it. My the only hesitation I have is you know where you keep talking about him being a runner, and I feel like from my memory and stuff, most of his big stuff from Arizona was Scream. in the passing game, and they got Duke Johnson there already. And the Texans just don't really – they don't target their running backs that much. Uh, I wonder – let me see how many targets. Yeah, Duke Johnson had 62 targets last year at running back. So I mean, that's a good amount for a, just a you know a third down back or whatnot. I, I do think David Johnson is still talented. I do think he still has it. I think that back injury just yeah. never healed last year because beginning of the year, weeks one through six, he was balling out. Yeah, I mean, but Texans last year had 400, 400 – uh, touches the running backs did 400 mm-hmm. touches yeah no I like what you said I think he's more talented than Carlos Hyde Carlos Hyde can do it David Johnson can do it I mean Carlos Hyde had 255 himself last year if they're giving the ball to David Johnson 255 he's gonna he's gonna succeed what Carlos Hyde did in that previous year in my opinion mm-hmm. to see how much is up for debate but um if they give him that, he is a solid RB2, uh, RB3 flex position. And if he's falling into that area and you get you pick it up your RB2 in that in that uh, range, fucking happy as shit. Oh, I feel it. I do think they're they're going to have to use him in the passing game a little bit, being that, you know, it's him, Duke Johnson, and then it's Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, and who did they brought out? Randall Cobb. Yeah. So it's, I don't mean, Randall Cobb whatever. It's a makeshift. It's a makeshift. It's a bullshit. That DeAndre Hopkins trade is still Still wild. Up. Still wild. But, I mean, now you just got to live with it. You know? Oh, you yeah. Gotta... Now he's got to prove that he was right, too. But we got to convince ourselves that that offense is still going to be the same. You know, it's like, right. all right, well, they're, they're fine. They'll be fine. Like, you know, D-Watt D- D- can do, you know, all the shit that he did with, you know, damn near maybe a Hall of Fame a wide receiver at the end of his career. It's like, uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see if Will Fuller can stay healthy enough to, yeah, to help come him. come on, man. I'm surprised I haven't seen a beat writer talk about his hamstrings yet. Uh, the only thing I saw in Will Fuller was a little positivity that Deshaun Watson thinks he's going to ball out this year, I think was his quote, which I think he's going to ball out too when if he's on the field. But that's oh, a, dude. It's a well, yeah, when, that's, that's not the, that's not the, yeah, that's not the question. If he's if he, he balls out when he's playing, mm-hmm. but he plays, what, eight games a year, four, you know, six games a year? Right, if that. Uh, so I'll hit you with my next one. You you uh, mentioned him in your list there. It was James Conner. I'm going back to back to back Steelers here. Um, He was, you know, right around David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell range, Melvin Gordon, I think, going around there as well. I think when James Conner is on the field and he's getting the work, he's an he's an RB one. You know, last year he was getting drafted in the first round. So good two years ago. So good two years ago. Yeah, the last or two years when Le'Veon held out. Or held out, yeah. He balled out. You know, he still had injuries at the end of the year, and that's his that's his main thing is with Connor is his injuries. You know, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. But man, when he is out there, he was you know first seven games last year. Uh, mind you, only the week one was Big Ben for a little bit of the game or some of the game because he got hurt. Uh, he was putting up fifteen point seven points per game in those first first weeks. So he still was having big games even with the bad quarterback play that had they had going on. And doing that, he was only averaging 63% of the snaps. So he wasn't, Damn. you know, he wasn't out there 90%, like, you know, yeah. the Zeke Elliott's or the McCaffrey, you know, playing every step or every play. So they were trying to hold him back a little bit, it seemed like, to try to keep him healthy and just didn't work out. But, you know, they brought in the, the rookie McFarlane. Yes, yeah, so I'm saying, are you concerned about the back-to-back rookie running or the back-to-back running backs in the draft? Or is it kind of like it is what it is? I mean, everybody does RBCs anyways, you know? Yeah, I think they're just building their depth there. And then, because, I mean, as with a guy as Connor as your starter, with the injury history that he's had, 
Like, no, they just got to have depth and be ready. And See, that ma- yeah, that makes a good argument for me. And um, I'm trying to, I'm digressing here with Aaron Jones and the AJ Dillon draft. Like, James Conner balled out and then they drafted Benny Snell. I feel like those guys are very similar in their body structure, where I don't think that's going to affect James Conner at all. I mean, Anthony McFarlane might because he is that gadget type guy. But uh, I love the coaches saying, like, yeah, he's the clear number one right now. I mean, like, Oh yeah, that's duh. Tomlin saying it. Yeah, so it's like, I'm I'm drafting him like he's the RB one then because I'm mm-hmm. drafting him like he is two years ago in my opinion because he has something to prove. That motherfucker beat cancer. He was uh, uh in chemo and still working out and run and run. I mean, that dude doesn't. He rises to the occasion and yep. this is his contract year. Uh this this is another this is another. Uh, enemy that he's gonna bust. I'm with you on this. I'm big on James Connors here, and again, he's falling. What, what do we do if people fall? Uh, I think you catch them. Is that... We catch them. Okay. We catch okay. them. I like that pick so much, Mish. I just wish he is. I need him to stay healthy. I wish he. I, I hope. Stay healthy. And like I was saying, those 63% of snaps in those first seven weeks, and you still put out those points. Like, even if McFarland or Snell or Jalen Samuels, if he's still there, if they get, you know, a little bit of tick, Connor's shown that he can do it with only uh, a little bit of the snap, or not a little bit, but like most of the snaps, the majority of the snaps. You know, he was in like the 60, yeah. 70 range most of the time. So just give him that yeah. again. He can ball out. You know, the offense is supposed to be a little bit better with Big Ben. So I like where he's going. I'm all about it. I'm with you. I like it. Oh, oh, I got another guy. I'm not going to do the same team. I wanted to put – we did either back-to-back Steelers. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you got another Steeler? No, I was going to do another Houston Texan. Oh, I think I know who it is. I'm going to skip it, though. Um, God, I was going to do A.J. Green, but he fucking got injured. <laughs> this is the thing. He, I was going to be a – again, A.J. Green fall. If he, A.J. Green's in the eighth round or something, like, yeah, you pick him up. You know? All right, so that, let's talk about A.J. Green because I thought about him as well because I drafted him last year in this draft that we had this weekend. I drafted him last year hoping that, you know, he'd come back week four, five, six, and then every week after that. Mm-hmm. So does that injury – because it was a hamstring, right, is what they said? It was, yeah, I think it was a hammy, yeah. Yeah, so is that pushing you off of A.J. Green this year then? Yeah, I put him on when we were first were making this list up. I put him on there for sure because I thought he was gonna be the guy. I mean, I, I thought he was gonna be Larry Fitzgerald four years ago. Larry Fitzgerald, you know, where like yeah. he's gonna be a mentor to the kid, the kids, but also be the fucking wide receiver one on that team. Yeah, it's concerning with me about the injury of that. I don't. I feel like he oh. Like, He's just fragile. I, I want to put him on there, but I just can't. I don't know why. Yeah, he's he's in that weird spot for me as well. Like, like I want to like A.J. Green, and I want to draft A.J. Green, but I don't want to – I definitely don't want to reach for him. And, yeah. you know, I think at this point, especially with the new injury, he's kind of a guy that I'm only going to be taking if he's falling type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a guy that I'm, I'm actively targeting, but obviously everyone's got a good price. Yeah, that's the thing is if he's falling and, like, you're picking him – like. Even right now, if it's like, I don't even want to. I'm trying to figure like if he falls, where he would be. Um, yeah, I mean, if he falls, he's probably like seventh, eighth round is like. Yeah, if if like Emmanuel Sanders, and let's say uh, you name another guy, Deshaun Jackson, and then AJ Green. Yeah, I, yeah. I've I think I'm picking AJ Green in this. I mean, in this case, just just in the body of work. I don't know. Deshaun Jackson might be. Juicy, so what about? But, uh, Tyler Boyd, his teammate, because they're, they're kind of like ranked and going – their ADP is pretty close together. Are you, are you Tyler Boyd over Green at this point for the safety factor? Yeah, I'm picking Tyler. I mean, Tyler Boyd, 
he's just so safe and he's not doesn't do much like if yeah he's very, he's very consistent he just doesn't have those he'll big give it blow-ups. 8 to 12 points uh, you know like the 8 to 12 point range but nothing more nothing less um but with T Higgins going down as well like he had a little soft tissue shit Mm-hmm. John Ross has been away for a little bit. And then um, is Alden Tate still on the team? Is, He's still on the he team. He was good last year. I saw some. He got a little hype piece as well. I think Zach Taylor was talking him up. He said he just liked what he's seeing from Alden Tate. So that's a, just another receiver in that rotation. Well, they got five there. Yeah, that was so weird to me that they drafted T. Higgins because I feel like Alden Tate's similar to that. And they, well, they I think they drafted him in like the fifth or sixth. Round. I don't. Know, he was a late round guy, I think. It was a. It did seem like a weird pick in the. Was it the top of the second round? First pick in the second round, they took T. Higgins. Yeah, like I mean, he's like a six four, big body guy too, and a yeah. little skinnier, and like I don't know. They just, I think they could have gone somewhere else with that, uh, especially with Mixon being in the contract year. Right. Um, Maybe snag a run, or even like defense. You know the the thing you were the worst at last year. Yeah. I mean, like, you have Geno Atkins for, you know, 10 years, and that's it. Like, you have nobody else. Right. Devontae's perfect. Got kicked out of the league. It's like, <laughs> who else do you have? Yeah, and then they well, they signed Trey Waynes, and then he tore his peck or something. Yeah, he tore his peck, so he's out for a bit. Oh, did he really? I didn't even know that. And then they, like, Darquez Denard's out of there. They got, um, yeah. And then, you know, Pac-Man Jones is, again, year 13 or 15, you know, he's not playing. It's like, you would think they would have gone somewhere different than T. Higgins and they clutter up that wide receiver core. It's a dope-ass core if they're all healthy, but again, is it fantasy-worthy? I, I, I don't know now. Like, right. AJ Green was definitely the number one on that team, without a doubt, if he's healthy, but again, that's a big if. Big if. He's on that Will Fuller type right now. It's crazy. It's it's annoying. Um, I'm going to go this. This is my sleeper. Um, that people are definitely not talking about, and well, then let's talk about him. It's frustrating um, because he he's so he's so injury prone, just like everybody else. And the is is um, T. Y. Hilton. I'm not mad at that. So that's I, your boy I was Philly. About, well, I was debating. This was my debate was between A. J. Green and T. Y. to put on this list, and with the, what came out of um, the camp this week of A. J. Green, you know, going down again or whatever he has a soft tissue shit. I was like, all right. I'll put the other soft tissue guy on here. And yeah, see. the guy that's already recovered from the hamstring. Yeah, <laughs> he's already recovered. He just got removed from the list. And with having you know shovel pass himself there, I think Ty could could still do damage. Um, again, this is kind of like a, um, a, a Thielen type guy where this is his, probably his last year of being a wide receiver one. Right. Both of them. Where they, both of them just turned thirty. Yeah, they both are thirty. They they dra- the teams that they're with just drafted supposedly their their wide receiver one for the future with Michael Pittman and then Paris Campbell before that. Um I think he is a bona fide I mean he's a he has a wide receiver two uh wide receiver three grade in my opinion that if he stays healthy and if you're getting him like I said if they're if he's falling with these names that are he's with let's say he falls to let's say if it's if a health I'm I'm prefacing this a healthy T Y Hilton or um, a healthy Tyler Boyd and Michael Gallup. I'm going with T.Y. Hilton all day. Yeah, more upside. You know what I mean? It's like he's he's always been a touchdown, long pass machine. And with Philip Rivers there, who loves to throw the rock, um, he could be a steal this year. He's my sleeper. He's my you know bounce back. He was injury uh, all injured all last year. Um, 
Again, they had fucking random quarterbacks. Jacoby was in there. Um, Brian Hoyer got yeah. some starts. Hoyer, I, I'm just putting him in there as my as a as a sleeper bounce back in my opinion. He's always that guy. You just gotta stay healthy. It's annoying. I don't want to draft a guy like this, but if he's there, in my opinion, I need a wide receiver, and like those are the guys I'm looking at, and the guys that I really like are not there. Um, I'm picking him. I, I I think he has an upside. He has a home run threat always. Mm-hmm. Just gotta stay on the fucking field for like for a season, please. Just stay healthy. Yeah, I think he had three or four seasons in a row where he was healthy every year, and then the last couple he's kind of dealt with injuries. But I mean, before that, he was just basically the standard wide receiver too. You know, he was always between like twelve and twenty-four, and at the end of the season, he was always out there, yeah. he was just balling. And he had that one really good year with Andrew Luck when him and Andrew had a yeah. really yeah, good like connection. Yeah, a shit ton of touchdowns, right? Uh, not uh, t- you know, I think oh uh, yeah, he only had six. He had uh fourteen hundred forty-eight yards that year. Oh. He just he, he just popped a, off. He had a, he had a double digit touchdown year, didn't he? Or am oh, I just high? Seven five seven five six four six five. That's why I'm a fucking chump. I, just, fuck I don't know the fucking stats. <laughs> I, I mean, that's pretty consistent. I mean, you're expecting five six touchdowns from him. Anything more is going to yeah. be great. And then you know he's always right around thousand yards. I mean, that's just that's the definition of a wide receiver too. His projections this year, you know, a thousand yards and six studies with you know seventy plus receptions and. Hey, I'm happy with that. If he falls to me and I need like a solid wide receiver two, three option, I'm like fuck yeah, t- t- taking him. Um, it just, it just, if this bounce back, this thing, these guys, they have one or two more good years left in them, and I think hopefully their mindset and my mindset, if I was in in their shoes, would be like, all right, well let's just ball out, let's let's give it all I can get, and yeah. then we'll you know, and then we'll we'll talk about it after the season. Um, but like once that thirty hits or thirty one on these these skilled positions, they got to start thinking about their health and like preserving it. Um, this is this is a make or break year for Ty, I believe. If he goes down with another soft tissue, it might be the uh, the end. I don't know. Like, what team is gonna gonna pick up a veteran guy who doesn't want league minimum, but is also will play ten eight to ten games? A like, it's not worth it. Right. Yeah. If he's still getting hurt and stuff, no teams want to deal with that. And he's a free agent next year, so he's—I mean—he's playing with for a contract as well. Exactly. That was—I'm going Ty. I went Ty over Brandon Cooks. That was the other guy from Houston that was gonna. Yeah, I was kind of on the fence about Cooks as well. I—I I don't know where to place him. You know, he's always been good in every team he's went to, and then last year he just had a down year. The whole Rams kind of had a down year, and then he—you know—he's shown he can do it with new quarterbacks and a new system, new scheme. So I don't know. I think Cooks is gonna have a bounce back year. It's just how much of a bounce back year it's gonna be. Yeah, and that's again. If I don't know if Ty and Cooks are there for me to pick up, those are the only guys. I'm still leaning towards Ty just because I think he is a better and home, more of a home run threat. Um, I don't know. I've been dra- I you we've seen my drafts. I pick up Cooks all the time. So yeah, me too. I've I always seem to end up with him. And I just don't. That's maybe why I'm trying to fall off, fade him a little bit because I just keep yeah, drafting him. Exactly. I'm with you. I don't know. He's uh he's go in ahead. a good spot though. Uh, I'm gonna so I'm gonna go with quarterback here. You know we don't talk about quarterbacks too much because they don't really matter as much. But I want to bring this guy who's Baker Mayfield from the Browns. Oh, I like that pick. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. a great. Pick. So I mean, obviously his rookie year broke the rookie touchdown passing record with 27, and then came back last year only had 22 touchdowns, but the 21 interceptions and just not 
you know, the yards and the completions, you know, completion percentage was pretty low. It's just that whole offense was kind of a mess with Freddie Kitchens there. You know, he couldn't take the heat, so he got out the kitchen, you know, mm. a little knee slapper for you. <laughs> Uh, you know, they brought in two new linemen. They brought in two new tackles, Conklin at right tackle, Will, Wills, excuse me, not Willis, Wills at left tackle. So that should help in the pass pro at least and let him get his feet set and, you know, make good throws. Uh, I think the fancy got good work out of Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, and I think Baker and Kirk yeah. Cousins are pr- pretty similar in the way that they uh, they play. You know, they're both athletic enough to, to make a play outside the pocket if they need to, but they're both pass guys first. And so I think Stefanski coming in is just going to be better for this offense. You know, there's so many weapons. You got OBJ, Landry, Hooper, Najoku, Hunt, Chubb. And I think once last year, once Hunt came into the mix, you know, so the second half of the season, yeah. his points per game went up almost five points per game in those last seasons, which doesn't seem like a lot, but as a quarterback, you know, if you're putting up 16 points a game, you're not really like startable. Like no one really wants to start you, but if you're putting up 21 points a game, that kind of gets your, your ears perking a little bit being that you're over that 20 point mark. So if he, if he can get up there and just get those touchdown numbers back up, I think he's going to have a better year this year for sure. That's a great pick. I like this pick a lot just because the on paper, they're fucking the filthiest team They're always stacked on offense, dude. It's crazy. It's it's absolutely crazy, and I think Kitchens obviously was the wrong person. Oh, um, obviously, well, obviously, it's, it's like sh- being nice yeah. about it. Yeah, and I'm hoping that they work out because um, that's a fun team, dude. They got you know, like you said before, they got both LSU dudes. Um, they got killer one-two punch with Chubb and Hunt. And now they're they're stacked in the tight end position with Najoku and Hooper. Yep. Um, they drafted a Harrison Bryant as a rookie as well. Harrison Bryant, too. Was he out of Washington or... Uh, Florida Atlantic. That's the one I was He's thinking. The Hunter Bryant, I think, is Washington. I keep, I got that confused a lot. Too. He got drafted. He got picked up free agent by the Lions. What's up? Oh, um, Scoopy. But, uh, yeah, that team... Uh, I've been picking... Um, I'll inside you know the NFL inside the quarterback right I've been picking up two quarterbacks on our draft just because of COVID um he's been my second quarterback in a lot of these things because he is dropping oh yeah he's why QB 17 right now in ranks so he's, yeah he's down and there. I and I I'm happy as hell with that um and I wouldn't be mad at him being my first quarterback because like we said before we we wait to draft quarterbacks anyway so it's like I it's it shows out, like you said, 20 points a game. I can see that totally. And I'm happy as hell if that happens. Um, we just got to get his turnovers down. And I think it will happen with Stefanski, who's Kirk Cousins, kind of like a safety blanket type guy. And if he can calm uh, Baker down and just attack, because I still love his, like, you know, Brett Favre type play. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be good. I think he will. They're, they're going to mesh. And I think, if anything... He's gonna get a shit ton more touchdowns. Yeah, definitely. I definitely see his uh, touchdown. Cause I mean, last year, dude, Nick Chubb had so many carries inside the five and ten yard line, and he didn't have that many touchdowns from it. You know, they would first and ten or first and goal run, second goal run, third and goal run, and fourth down kick a field goal. It's like if it's not working, then start throwing it. You know, you got OBJ, you got Landry. Like these yeah. are two dudes that. You know, warm ups doing these crazy one handed catches and stuff. Now you got fucking Hooper and you got New Joku like. These guys are athletic and t- I mean Hooper is a touchdown getter and Najoku's a, f- a physical freak. Mm-hmm. I I just I think they're if if not now then when you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta show some now. This with the receivers and the running backs that they have in there. If you're not doing it with these dudes, then you're not gonna do it with anybody in the league. Preach. 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 All right. Do you want me? Do you want me to go on this guy? 
Yeah. I got, I got him. I was, I've been going in on this guy. I think our first episode, I said, fuck this dude. Ooh. And I said, I was so mad at him for last year. But now, what'd you say? It's a bounce back year. Bounce back. He, he had 12 tutties two years ago. Um, I think he's going back to that range. And Mike Williams. Oh, your boy, Big Mike. Big Mike. I'm back on the Big Mike wagon, the Big Mike train, the Big Mike boat. You know what I mean? L.A.'s finest. Big Mike. Hamburger helper. Hands. Big Mike. <laughs> Mike Lowry. Big Mike Williams. This is it. Like This is a show me type season. If I'm putting you on my bounce back list, you better show out or you're dead. You're dead to me for the rest, I mean, of the rest of time. Um, this is a year where his body is the biggest thing. Um, even he had a solid year last year too. I was just yeah, no, yeah, just no touchdown, no touchdowns hurt. Um, again, I mean, he had over a thousand yards, which is literally one yard over a thousand. Um, that's what surprised me looking at right there. I did not think he was a thousand yard receiver, but yeah, good for Um, him. Excuse me, he had 11, not 12 touchdowns last year, uh, or two years ago. But if he had anywhere from five to six touchdowns, like my boy TY averages. I mean, the oh, conversation no. of, of bona fide lockdown wide receiver two all day, he's there. Um, let's say they're projecting him to have five touchdowns and 800 yards. I, I project more. I project more with this t- team because I know Keenan Allen's there. He's a fucking monster. He's a stud. But I'm talking about his body. He's 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he's really big. And for a rookie or TT, whoever's throwing the rock, that's huge for the confidence booster. Like you could throw it anywhere for this guy. He's gonna catch it. And if Herbert um, Nerdass is in, he he just like Hunter Henry is a tight end type guy where he's a safety blanket type of wide receiver. You don't have to guide him anywhere. Just throw it up. He'll catch it. That Kelvin Johnson. I'm not saying he's not even close to Kelvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. But that Kelvin Johnson type of where Matt Stafford threw a lot of shitty balls and Kelvin made him look good because how big he is. Yeah. I think Mike Williams is the same way in the height and reach and his ball catching ability to you know to catch at the highest point. He's real good at the jump balls, 50-50 balls. Yes, yes, and like those back you know the back corner fades. That's huge, and I think this year he's gonna be maybe that eight hundred range. I don't know if the yards gonna be there, um, but I'm guessing six six to eight to possibly even up to ten. We've seen him at eleven. Why not you know get it up to double digits? Mm-hmm. He's gonna he might be a bounce back steal. I like that. I can see it. I think he kind of fits into Tyrod a little bit better than maybe that Keenan Allen does, where Keenan's, you know, he's that, yes. he's that great route runner. He's going to get open, but Tyrod's kind of just like, hey, I'm just going to throw it, and then you go get it type. Yep. And, you know, Melvin Gordon's not there. He went over to the Broncos, and they got, so they got Eckler as their RB1, and then Justin Jackson, Josh Kelly fighting for that number two spot, but they don't have that Melvin Gordon in the red zone like they've had the years past, and he was baller in the red zone. So maybe and they don't really have a home run threat either. Um, Travis mm-hmm. Benjamin's gone too, where he was kind of like their their speed speedster. Mike Williams can be their home run threat because of his height. They just throw you know like you said before uh, with TT just throwing it up for shits and gigs, and that's the guy to throw it up to. I mean Keenan Allen's obviously an All Pro, but Mike Williams is. I mean you can't teach height. You know what I mean? Oh no, you can't teach height. You can't teach that size you know about that oh yes sir yes sir me and big mike about the same size we don't need to talk about the <laughs> about the the weight factor but the height we there we there yeah no doubt go up and get it but yeah, yeah i mean I they mean, don't you were, if you guys were naked you guys look the same what are you talking about oh yeah i mean jeez don't embarrass the guy <laughs> like that <laughs> oh boy 
Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's my list. You know, you sniped Thielen from me, or we agreed on that. I guess we didn't snipe him, but uh, and then I had Brandon Cooks too, but we kind of talked to him. But he was like kind of my uh, last resort one if I needed one. So can I can I talk about one more? Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, Cam Newton. Oh, uh, I get it. I get it. You think he's, so? I mean, they've been talking about some QB rotation or QB. You know, like uh, what's going that's on? Why, I don't know. Like that's why I didn't put him on the list because I, I saw that. I'm like. I don't think I think that's, that's Patriots being Patriots, but I do think they brought in Tim Tebow for a reason. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's packages for a guy like Cam Newton, and there might and if Stidham throws a better ball, which I would I can't say he does, but with the shoulder of Cam Newton, like we've seen him kind of he couldn't throw it for a while there yeah. with his bad shoulder. Um, I could see packages for a guy like Stidham. You know what I mean? Which is crazy to say with. Uh, uh, MVP guy in Cam Newton. Right, yeah. But I was I was hesitant to put him on my list, but with how bad it ended at, at uh, Carolina, I had to like mention him because I think he is a guy, right now he's ranked below Baker at 18, but I think in especially our draft, I think people are going to pick him up. Early. Possibly before. Top 12. I, mean? so, I think he's going top yeah. 12 on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, what's the difference between him and fucking Josh Allen? You know? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like a guy. Ten like years. Josh Allen came, yeah, that. But I mean, they're both kind of similar in their run game. Um, obviously, Josh Allen has a rocket arm, but he only averages you know eighteen percent from that rocket arm. So, what's the, I mean, if even if Cam Newton can't throw the ball twenty yards, yeah, I, I think I, I think it's a good pick because you're gonna know right away. I mean, they play in Foxborough against Miami Week One. And if he can't do anything against Miami, I know they got a little bit better defense this year, but it's still, you know, still the Dolphins and whatnot. And you're playing at home in Foxborough week one, like Patriots going to want to make a statement, you know, post-Brady era. You know, we're still here. We're still the Patriots. Uh, so you're going to know right away. If I mean, if Cam Newton's your starter or not, you're going to know. If he's not, If you know, if he's not playing all the snaps and they do have some Stidham stuff going on or even Hoyer stuff, then you just cut him. You, you're not, like, spending a lot on it. You're not – taking him in you know the yeah. sixth seventh eighth round like he's going double digit rounds i agree i agree and then i'm with you on that because if it's not there it's not there i mean you're not losing anything obviously you only got you know a mill anyway so it's like yeah he's 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 a he's a third yeah he's a third string quarterback on your payroll right now yeah he's not you're not gonna have to pay up for him so I like it's just interesting it's interesting like as if we're talking about bounce backs like he has the biggest bounce back True. Uh, thing. I mean, like he. I mean, first he's taking over the best quarterback of all time uh, spot at New England, and he literally got hosed. He got beat out by Teddy Bridgewater. Oh. I mean, they paid him the same fucking price. Yeah, nobody won. I yeah, I think he's gonna ball out. You know, they putting videos out on Twitter. You know, he's hyping camp. He's getting people hyped. He's big hype. as fuck, dude. Oh, like dude. you said, we can't teach size, dude. He's big as. Fuck. Dude, he was standing next to Stidham the other day, and he just looked like a monster compared to him. And I think Stidham's—I mean, Stidham's not the, a small dude, is he? Bro, no, he, no. Cam Stidham's six. Man. Yeah, Stidham's six three, and he made Cam was making him look small. Yeah, it's nuts. Well, that's folks. That is our bounce backs. Our bu- 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 bounce back. Bounce back, guys. Write them down. I've already written commissions. I've already put them on. I'm gonna draft them all. You <laughs> surprisingly didn't say a name that I thought you were gonna say. Okay, well, you know, Todd Gurley. I mean, if you, oh. I mean, this is the, I mean, the week you don't talk. It's a bounce back week, and you don't talk about your favorite 
fantasy player and Todd Gurley? Are you just because like I already know because you want to keep him under your fucking dude? I mean, can he bounce back? With me, dude. He was RB fourteen last year. How can, you want him to bounce back? He was there. He didn't. He didn't go away. Okay. Okay. He, he didn't go away last year. I don't. I wouldn't consider him a bounce back because he didn't go away. He was still there. He play him. He still had twelve touchdowns. You know. He still put up points. Okay, I'll give you and that. I, and I do, and I talk about him every week. So you know, I try to, I'm trying to diversify out here, Coop. Trying to give the people what they want, you know. I hear you. All right, folks, this is our draft weekend. We have a golf outing. What side? Right to the draft. We will recap our picks on next week's episode because I have gonna have a lot to say when I fucking steal the draft. I'm talking about there's gonna be people. That are looking at my roster and crying because they're so emotionally that it's something beautiful. You know, like you see like a sunset, you see like a mountain, you see something majestic. Yeah, that's gonna be my roster after Saturday night. Okay, you think they're just gonna be in love with it? Uh, love with it? I'm gonna have proposals in my DMs, bro. Oh, slide in the DMs for the chumps. See, you can get us some players, man. Don't be sliding in too heavy, though. You know me. <laughs> I feel it, man. But yeah, I can't wait. We're going to get it going. I'm excited. Yes, sir. Football is back, baby. This is our time, Mitch. Let's go. Can't wait. Champion the Chump. We're finally here. We're ready for it. We're going to bring the heat this entire season. But tonight, late night, we out. Peace. Peace.